You're listening to Brilliant Breakthroughs Podcast for the Small Business Owner, episode number one. Hello and welcome small business owners. My name is Jake Naraki and I'm the host of the Brilliant Breakthroughs podcast for the small business owner. Now, like you heard a couple of seconds ago, this is episode number one. This has been in the making for a very long time and it's a great pleasure to deliver this great content and information to you, um, not only to implement into your own personal life, but of course for you to take these ideas and implement it into your small business. Now, it would be rude of me to just get started into this content and deliver valuables and valuables, but I want to take a second before we begin and give you a little bit of gratitude. I am personally a podcast freak, and there's a lot of other great shows out there uh, when it comes to developing and increasing sales and people and and productivity and, and getting that piece of reference into your own business. And I just want to say thank you for joining us in this episode and hopefully you stick around in the upcoming episodes to benefit you and to give you the great ammo that is needed to go out there in the 21st century and have success in your small business. So with that being said, I want to just touch on a couple of things. First, I want to tell you what this podcast is about. Second of all, I want to tell you who I am, and then we're going to finish up with a great interview and interaction with um, the, the woman that kind of brought this podcast to light. Her name is Maggie Magan, and Maggie uh, is a great individual that has really worked one-on-one with small businesses for over a decade. Before that, she was in the corporate world and juggling multiple different aspects for her to gain the tools and resources and the knowledge to help small business owners. But she always had this idea of creating a book that could be kind of like a how-to guide, kind of a reference material for individuals that want to increase different areas of their business. And so she decided to bring together 10 practicing experts. Now you're thinking, what are practicing experts? Practicing experts are nothing more than individuals that are walking the talk. They're they're proclaiming what you should do in your business, but yet they're actually doing it. Because I've gone to conferences and networking events, and people proclaim that oh, you should do this, you should you know write this ebook, and then have a flow chart and blah blah blah. But then if you really look behind their own scenes, or you pull back the curtain, they're not doing it right. And so l- luckily, Maggie has brought together. 10 amazing authors from around the country. Well, including her, there's only nine others. So she is a contributing author to the book also. Um, and of course, she is the tip of the spear, the, the woman that really brought this together. Now, the reason why we decided to have a podcast associated with the book is kind of twofold. Number one, look, podcasting is very popular, right? Podcasting is a great way for you, the listener. Um, you know what? I'm not even going to explain it because you're already a podcast fan uh, some way, somehow. You know the benefits. It integrates into your own personal life. But the second idea off of that is my chapter. I'm a contributing author to this book. Um, My chapter is on podcasting. I believe all small businesses, uh, small and large businesses should be having a podcast to to create a deeper impact, to have a deeper connection, and of course, to get great results for them. In a couple minutes, we'll touch base on who I am and my business and why podcasting, of course, is is key in that um, kind of evolving uh, outreach within my business. But before we get into myself, I want to hit on a couple of things. Again, this book, 
Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner is going to be released November 8th of 2017. Why November? Well, the reason why Maggie decided to launch it in November is because each November is going to be Entrepreneur's Month. And the reason why um, I say November 8th of 2017 as opposed to this November 8th is because this is going to be an annual book series. She wants to build this out in a way that people can kind of dive back into learning new tools and tactics and ideas in these four pillars for us to evolve and grow our small business. Because look, as a small business owner, it's hard. It is really hard to compete out there, especially today's day and age. There's great things with technology and social media, but also it's a hindrance because you are competing against the nobodies and you're competing against the people that have all the money in the world. And so to get your footing and traction is really tough. And that is why Maggie brought this book to light to help you create a bigger impact in the world, and of course, succeed in the 21st century. Now, I want to tell you two things. You know, there, there's always like like a frequently asked uh, question section of like websites and different things, and I, and I want to really just lay out the path and to really clear the way so we can have a very truthful interaction between myself, uh, the people that are interview, and of course you, the listener. And I want to let you know what this show is, like what's the, the, the truth of it. And the thing that I want to really point out is this. Number one, it is an honest show, okay? This show is designed to help you. This show is designed to make sure that you create an impact in your own personal life. And of course, and well, in your small business, but of course, this show is designed for you to be a part of the book that's going to be released November 8th of 2017. Now, you're probably thinking, well, Jake, you're going to have the, the individuals or the, the people that are co-authors of this book on the show. Why should I buy the book? And this is not a sales pitch, but I just want to clear up some, some butterflies that are floating around. Number one, have you ever listened to a raging fan of Harry Potter books, right? The Harry Potter books are like 500 pages, and then they produce a movie, right, because they want to get revenue in the movie industry. And so the people that are obsessed with Harry Potter read you know, the book from cover to cover, and then they go see the movie, and what do they say? Oh, the movie was never as good as the book. Well, obviously, because the author, um, I forget her name, she's obviously a brilliant woman, she was able to describe in complete detail with you know different settings and stages and elaborate kind of mystical ideas in that book, and it's really hard to recreate that in a movie format. And so, as using that as an example, as a springboard, it's the same thing. The book has the the deep dives, has the frameworks, have the ideas, and the the true essence of what it is that you need to do in your business. But yet, the podcast is here to give you a general idea, to give you the general wisdom that is needed for you to perform at your high, highest and succeed in the 21st century with your small business. So this podcast is truly going to be honest. I'm going to do my best as an interviewer to pull out the nuts and the bolts to help you today. Now, not today because we're going to continue to have out other episodes, but I just wanted to uh, put that out there. There is no BS in this show. There is no BS. This show is truthful. It is honest, and there is no BS associated with the show. It is what people are actually doing in their businesses. Like I said before, these are practicing experts. These aren't people that are just saying one thing and then they're doing another. This is truly stuff that has worked in their own personal businesses, and obviously we're passing it on to you. And the last thing here, what this show is, it's real, it's raw, and relevant. 
Now, for me as a podcast host, because my chapter is on podcasting, it would be kind of silly for me to write a chapter on podcasting, but yet I've never done a podcast before. I've been podcasting for the last four years. And the one thing that resonates with me personally to get a deep connection with the audience, it needs to have these three characteristics, raw, real, and relevant. If I don't provide that for you guys, what good am I? And so springboarding off of that raw, real, and relevant, I want to share with you what this show is not. And this show is not edited. This show is not polished. This show is not to upsell you. This show isn't to have you be a part of something in a, a monthly you know, series or, or payment plan or anything like that. It's not sponsored. It's There's no commercials. This is a not a corporate-held <laughs> podcast. And lastly, it's not a cop-out. And what I mean by that is that this show is designed to help you legitly from the heart. I am from the Midwest. This show is based in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Maggie, the individual who is the founder of this book, she is based in the Midwest here. And if you know anything about Midwest people, we're hardworking, we're truthful, we're honest, and we don't provide any BS. And hopefully you feel that, hopefully you hear that, and hopefully you be a part of that uh, with this podcast series in the next couple episodes. So with that being said... Hopefully that clears up some of the air and I want to now flow into who I am because you're going to be hearing my voice a lot and it would be really inconsiderate if I didn't share with you a little bit of background on who I am and what I'm about and how I can uh, kind of be a part your be a part of the journey here as you discover new tools and tactics to win in the 21st century. So look, I'm 32 years old. My name is Jake Naraki. I live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I have a wife and three young boys. I work for the fire department, and I own a small business. On top of that, I own uh, uh, rental properties, and of course, I do my best every single day to work on myself, to meditate, to work out, to eat well, so I can perform at my highest, not just for the business, not just for the real estate, not just for the fire department, but mostly for family. Family comes first. And that is one thing that I truly hold at the tip of my spear is family first. Without family, you have nothing else. So we need to make sure, especially you, I know you're in the the trenches and you're trying to, to get your business going and it's really hard and chaotic. But at the end of the day, the business may fall apart, but the last thing you want to fall apart is, of course, your family. So um, a little bit more about me. I got started in my entrepreneur journey uh, when I was in the seventh grade. Like I said, now I'm 32 years old. And in that progression early on, I was really into hands-on inventions. And one of my first inventions that I really thought had legs was this little device that was a little light that you place on the inside of your toilet bowl that illuminated the inside of the toilet bowl. So when you went into the bathroom in the middle of the night, you didn't have to flip on the lights. And so I drew this plan out and I had, you know, designs and, you know, theories on how it was going to work. And, and this was before LED technology. And of course, I was in the seventh grade and my parents thought it was like a cool idea. But they weren't like, let's make it happen, Jake. Let's let's use our 3D printer and print something up, or let's contact China and get you know uh, samples and all that stuff. It was really nothing more than an idea on a piece of paper. And now fast forward, I was re- recently watching Shark Tank, uh, probably around eight months ago. And what was on Shark Tank? I forget the the name of the design. Um, it, it was like called Toilet Light or something. And legitly, it was exactly the same design that I had uh, 
kind of figured out and, and wrote out when I was in the seventh grade. And so uh, in that moment, it's kind of funny. You reflect and you realize that a lot of people have ideas. And it's truly the individual that actually takes action can create the impact. And obviously, you being a part of this show and listening, you're taking action. You're doing things. And I just want to applaud you because there's a lot of people that sit on the sidelines or they're entrepreneurs or they're people that are just kind of walking around in circles and they go to these conferences and networking events and they think they're somebody, but yet when they actually have to take action, they can't do it uh, for the fear of the unknown, fear of different things. But nonetheless, instead of talking about everybody else, my journey kind of progressed from there, went through high school, got into the fire academy, uh, became a firefighter, and it wasn't until my big kind of moment was when I was around 24 years old, I was loading up my truck with cabinets to go and rehab a kitchen at one of my rental properties. And being a young, silly guy, um, I, you, you kind of forget some of the small details. And I forgot to close my tailgate pickup truck in the chaos of loading up the cabinets and wanting, running, and wanting to run to one of my apartments to start fixing it up. And in that progression from the hardware store to my apartments, Needless to say, a cabinet, a sink base, a 30 by 36 cabinet fell out of the back of my pickup truck. It rolled down the street, collided into a Jeep Wrangler, damaged $1,700 worth. Luckily, it wasn't a motorcyclist or anything like that. We pulled over to the side of the road. We exchanged information. I paid him $1,700 out of pocket because I didn't want to claim it on insurance um, for obvious reasons. Number one, embarrassment. Number two, I didn't want my premiums to go up and all that jazz. And when I was driving away from that accident, I thought to myself, there has to be a better way. And so my, my entrepreneur slash invention mindset came to fruition, and I thought, okay, I'm going to go on Google, search around. There was nothing on Google. I started playing around with ideas. Next thing you know, um, I had my buddy design my logo. I uh, contacted China for different types of magnets, and I built out a website. I built the product. I built like infomercial videos and all that different types of stuff um, uh, based on this product that I designed called the tailgate spotter. And the tailgate spotter was nothing more than a little flag that stuck to the back of your tailgate to let you know in the driver's position if your tailgate was in the up or down position. It was very low tech. There was no wiring, no batteries, nothing like that. It was just a magnet with a flag and you could see it from the your side side mirror in your pickup truck. And so building out all that stuff, I felt like a true entrepreneur. Building the website, building the product, contacting China, getting the logo, getting the design, you know, getting built, you know, making the videos, all different types of stuff. And I realized, wow, I'm really doing it. This is going to manifest into something great. This is like going to be the new Snuggie or a, or a Slap Chop or something huge. And so I pressed the publish button. I let it go out into the abyss. I start going on forums and telling people about it. And over the weeks and days and months, people started to make fun of it. People said it had no legs. I was charging too much. I was charging too little. And I really let the other people dictate how I ran my business. And for the first time in a long time, I had low self-confidence. I didn't believe in it anymore. I thought it was dumb and stupid. You know, I was 24 years old. I, you know, I'm a firefighter. I should get my act together. All these things other people were saying, I started to believe internally. And so what happened? I, I let it fall into the abyss. I stopped really working on it. I said to people that I just stopped doing it. Nobody bought anything and all that stuff. And out of that mess came a couple of things. Number one, I realized people 
are mean just to be mean, as in they will be mean in a group, but yet if you take them one-on-one, they're, they're actually curious, they're intrigued, they, they have the same problem too, but nobody wants to admit their own faults, right? Isn't that funny? And then the second thing is, I realized, is that I allowed everybody else to get their voice into my brain instead of my own voice kind of running my own ship. And when I was kind of going through through that uh, reanalysis of what happened in my business, I discovered that I needed to start to build up and fortify my own brain, my own mindset. And as you know, um, mindset is key to being and running a successful business. And so I went on this progression of deciding, okay, you know what? I'm going to dive back into the personal development space. I'm going to start listening to those iconic speakers. Instead of walking my dog and listening to music or ridiculous stuff, I'm going to listen to audiobooks and start building my brain, fortifying it. And that's what I did. And I came back to those iconic speakers of Jim or Jim Rome and Zig Ziglar. My dad was in the real estate business. And as a real estate owner, you need to be listening to that positive stuff all the time. And my dad... Kind of, he didn't force me to listen or read that stuff, but he would always have it playing in the car, especially when we go to hockey practice at uh, 5 a.m. on Saturday mornings. And I rem- re- remember listening to Zig Ziglar talking about, you know, how he was the only guy in an airplane that carried a pump, and how you know how he said that you have to put something in before you get something out. And those iconic stories that started to manifest and started to kind of poke at me, and then it made me realize that I'm going through this journey. Why not share this journey? Why not help other people that have gone through something? Because my perspective is that I failed on myself, I quit on myself, and I'm a bad business owner and all that stuff. But then I realized, you know what, people are going through worse things in their lives. Um, why not me to share these great ideas and wisdoms from my perspective as a young man in, in the United States um, to help individuals? And from there, I built out a website. I built out a blog. I started doing some YouTube videos. But it really wasn't until I started a podcast that really enlightened me um, to have a bigger message, to have a bigger platform. And from there, I realized if I wanted to be a better speaker, yeah, Toastmasters is really good. But how amazing would it be that I could speak for an hour in the comfort of my own home on a podcast and and push it out to the world. And from there, um, I decided podcasting was going to be my flagship. That was going to be the tip of my spear in my business. And for the last four years, every single Wednesday, I have been producing an episode for my business called Operation Self Reset. And from there... You know, I've been able to host live events and mastermind groups and, and be a part of, obviously, great books like this, not just because of the personal development tactics, but because of starting in a platform where I had no idea what I was doing. Um, starting a podcast from scratch was really hard. There wasn't courses at the time. It was kind of the first. It, I was kind of in the, the beginning stages. I was in the first kind of big wave. Um, I wasn't the pioneer, but I was a part of kind of understanding it and how to develop it. And there's, of course, things I did really bad that I'm doing better now. But again, um, as you will hear through the course of this podcast series, and if you get your hands on that book, A Brilliant Breakthrough is for the Small Business Owner that's released November 8th of 2017, a shameless plug, um, that you will hear new tactics and tools and ideas that are going to be scary at first, that are not going to make sense, and they're going to be weird and like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I should do it. All I can say is give it a worthy effort try because you never know that there may be that one idea in that book or this podcast that sparks something in in you that goes, you know what? That's what I'm missing. You know what? That's what I need to start doing. 
you know what, that's an obvious uh, tactic or tool, but I got to start to implement that back into my life once again. And when you do that, that gives you the, the, the new logs to throw into your fire. That gives you the new heat to kind of keep you moving through those cold, dark days. And so with that, I just want to say again, thank you for being a part of this podcast um, episode. Hopefully you stick around for the upcoming episodes. And now I kind of want to flow into our conversation with Maggie Magan, um, the the individual who created Br- Brilliant Breakthrough's book uh, that's going to be released November 8th of 2017. I'm sorry. I, I know I said no commercials. It's not sponsored, but you know what? We, we own the show, so we're going to push this bad boy and, until uh, it keeps on moving. And again, before we dive into the interview, I want to share with you a resource if you're interested to get yourself 100 tips for, for small business owner success. Be a part of our bit.ly link. And that bit.ly link is this. Bit.ly B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash brilliant biz book. Bitly, B-I-T period L-Y forward slash brilliant biz book to get yourself 100 tips for the small business owner success. With that being said, thank you once again. Here's the interview with Maggie Magan. Hey guys, welcome back. Today we have on uh, Maggie. She is the founder of the Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner book that is going to be released November 8th, 2017. Maggie, thank you for taking the time to obviously inspire the audience that is listening to this podcast for the first time. And of course, we're going to dive deep into the why and the what behind your awesome book. Cool. I'm so excited to be here and share. So thanks, Jake. Well, let's rock. Let's do this. So obviously, first of all, why why write a book, right? I mean, isn't that the obvious question when people decide, I'm going to write a book. Why you, why now with this amazing book, Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, everybody is asking that right now. So the truth is that small business owners deserve better than what the marketplace is delivering to them to help them succeed in their business. And one of the things that happened is there's a great disconnect out in the marketplace. Things have changed over the last 20 years of how business needs to be conducted, especially in this century. And it seems like the disconnect is between the marketplace teachers and coaches and the small business owners. So this book is designed to help fill that gap with sharing what the right things are to be focusing on through strategies and techniques. How do you like that? That is that is the perfect answer to obviously and hopefully a great question. You you stay here, small business success may not always be easy, but it can be simple. Uh, I'm looking at that as, as kind of a, a large quote that uh, is unified with, with the book. And when we think of success, we always think of, you know, it's something we can strive for and reach for, but it states it right there. It may not always be easy, but it can be simple. Do you mind breaking down how simple can success be? Are we overcomplicating it in our own businesses? Oh, yeah, we totally are. Um Everybody's an expert at everything these days, and experts are really awesome. They drill down in their particular expertise. But what a lot of small business owners don't understand is not every business needs every one of those techniques to be applied to them. 
So they get caught in the busyness. I call it the busyness trap. And you don't even know oftentimes what's going to move the needles for your particular business. So you stay stuck in this trap. And there is a way to simplify your small business success. And that's actually what the book is designed to do. Um, can I share just a little bit further, Jake? Yeah, of course. Go for it. Okay. Are we on the right track so far? I love it. I love it. Yes. Keep, okay. keep the engine moving. I like it. All right. So for the last 15 years, approximately, I have been a small business coach and working on business performance and leadership performance and finding different ways to play with that. And what I have discovered and refined for like the last 10 years is the fact that there's really four performance pillars. And that is actually the subtitle of the book. So do you mind if I share that? Go for it. That was one of my questions, but you're, you're nailing it. So yeah, keep going. Okay. The subtitle is Fresh Perspectives on Profitability, People, Productivity, and Finding Peace in Your Business. And a lot of our listeners probably just sighed when they heard the word peace, because that's what I have everybody doing when I share that with them. Totally. Yeah. And, and peace is a practical goal for a small business owner. It is possible to be profitable and peaceful simultaneously. And when we take the time to look at our business differently, thus the fresh perspectives in these four performance pillars for small business success, we start to realize that we have overcomplicated many things. And, it, and it's a shame, but don't you feel like we're maxed out? I mean, in your daily life, forget your business for a second. In your daily life, aren't you maxed? Oh, every every single day. I mean, you know, the funny part is there's a lot of people in different um, time zones in their life, either raising a family or they're out of a family or they're, they're discovering something, a new passion within or they're starting a business or they're trying to uh, give CPR to the business that they're in. Yeah, everybody's in a different stage. But yes, these days click by, weeks, months, and years just fly by and it's just chaos every single day. Right, it is. And one, one of the presentations that I love doing is I call it What If?, and it's about what if, what if we are maxed out? What if we've reached maximization? Well, where do you go after that? Because boy, I'm telling you, I don't know anyone who's saying I'm not maxed out yet. Do you know of anyone saying that? Yeah, all the time. People are maxed. Uh, yeah. physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, um, they're just a hot mess, <laughs> honestly. We're, it, it, it's, it's, like I said, it's chaos. It's, it's chaos during our, our, our time. And uh, yeah, you, you nailed it on the head. Right. So if your life is chaos and you're a small business owner and a small business really is a reflection of you, what does that say about your business? It's probably a hot mess too, right? Totally. Yep. Okay. And that's because we're told that we have to do all of these particular things. And most of the time you don't need to do them or you need to do them in a fashion that works best for your type of industry or the type of way you choose to serve 
your customer. And people forget about that. They're just like, well, so-and-so is an expert and they said, I have to do this. Well, so-and-so is an expert and said, I have to do this. <laughs> and then I have to drill down and I have to do all these things within this. And you don't even know why you're in the minutia. Right. And that's how we get caught in the busy trap, but we're maximizing it. Well, I say, screw maximization and go to optimization. And when you optimize, something very different occurs. Optimization is about finding the sweet spot. Um, for our older listeners and, well, you know, some of our younger listeners, there's this thing back in the day that was called a stereo equalizer. Jake, are you familiar with that? Sounds familiar. I think I saw it on the History Channel. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, had to, I had to throw that. That's my classic, you know, old, when people say from the history, you know, I'm like, all right, well, his, you know, History Channel. So that's my little joke. If you're not laughing, audience, well, it's time to, you know, ease up a little bit, enjoy the ride. So there's going to be more <laughs> awkward jokes along the way. <laughs> yeah, we, we can roll with that. Okay, so here's the deal. The, the equalizer and, you know, um, all sound engineers and DJs use these. They found out that you don't take all the buttons to a song. When, you, when you're working a track, you don't take all the buttons and move them up to the top and maximize them. If you do, you get distortion. And I find that very similar to what we're doing in our lives and our business. We, we just get distortion. It becomes noise instead of a beautiful harmonic song or way of being. And when we take the time to find out, do I move this button up a little bit or down a little bit? And we start looking at different aspects of our business as to where the sweet spot is for our own businesses. That's where we can start simplifying our businesses. So, yes, it is very possible. How do you like that? That is a great visual for individuals that are listening. Um, you know, everybody can imagine, you know, a big like keyboard or a studio and, you know, you got all these, you know, sliders and they're pushing them all the way to the top and everything is pegging out. And uh, obviously that is not a way to run your business or in even just a way to run your life. Uh, that's where burnout comes. That's where people just say, yeah, forget it. And then they just try to, uh, you know, um, kind of mellow themselves out. And, and then obviously just, you know, chaos happens after that. But, um, you know, one thing that you hit upon in the, the last comment was about there's a lot of experts out there. And there's a lot of people that are doing some amazing things. And you and I can both agree that there's people right now that are in the industry that are teaching small business owners amazing techniques. But on the other side of that coin, there's also a lot of individuals that are learning from those quote unquote experts and then they're raising themselves up as experts, but yet they never implemented it or yet they never, uh, you know, created any type of outcome from the knowledge that they possess, but yet they just claim that they know all the right things to do. Do you mind taking us through the journey of the people that are playing on the wrong side of the fence? And why did you feel it was necessary for you to find true experts, practicing experts that are doing great work in the world for you to maximize and leverage their ideas, their techniques into this book? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because this is an essential element to the book. Um, there, You nailed it right on the head. There's a ton of wonderful people who are true experts out there in the marketplace serving right now. There are even more who are not experts. I, I call them capital U, capital N experts. 
because what those folks are doing, just as you had said, they may not have done the practice of the work, they're just rehashing other material, is they figured out how to market well and how to capture small business owners' money, where the practicing experts have their heads down in the weeds and they're working on whatever it is that they're teaching. So they're always mastering their craft and teaching you the latest and greatest in it and how to optimize that particular teaching or tool that you're learning. And why I thought it was so important to bring practicing experts forward to be the co-authors in this book is because small business owners deserve better than what they've been getting out there. And when you have practicing experts, they know how to help you with giving you the essential tools you need for your business performance because they know what's all out there and what's not within their wheelhouse, their expertise. And they're not going to, a, a practicing expert is not going to try to get you to apply everything that they know. They're going to teach you what you need to know for your business to succeed. So it's a very different concept. And when I was out there, oh, scouring through the country as to who these folks were, what I've come to learn is we have this great term that we've dubbed, and it's brilliant practicing experts. I, I just consider them to be brilliant because they know which needles you need to move for your particular business. And they're going to direct you in that instead of keeping you caught in that busyness trap. So again, yes, they help you simplify your success. Yeah. And so I guess walk us through the process. Um, you know, obviously you brought together an amazing group um, of individuals What's what are you looking for as as kind of a you know kind of a pull back the curtain you know maybe maybe there are people out there that are looking to expand their team or looking to grow their 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 uh, their their partnership in their small business and and obviously you needed to make sure that the people that you brought upon this book or into this book are legit are actually doing it you know are not phony you know they're they're living breathing it. I guess, can you share any, you know, helpful tips for the individual that maybe wants to expand their team and looking for truthful, honest people that are doing great work in the world that they want to bring aboard, just like how you found these individuals for this book? Um, sure. I have a half answer on that. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I was blessed for about 10 years to be an executive recruiter at a national level. So I had literally hundreds of conversations every day. And I learned how to professionally vet people. So um, I, I can't teach 10 years worth of wisdom <laughs> and vetting <laughs> right now. Um, so that's the half. Sure. Okay. Um, um, wow. That's, that's a really big question. You hear me saying, um, yeah, right. Right. I, I stumped you. I stumped you. Well, you know, I, I guess I'll give you, I'll give you a second to, to breathe here. You know, like I said, I mean, because the, the, you know, to grow a small business, to get better income, to get better customer service, you need to expand. And I think one of the hardest thing as myself, as a small business owner is trying to find people that can help me grow my small business. There's a lot of people that they say they can do many things and they're, they're, they're experts in even the simplest of 
task, but sometimes when we pull back their own curtain, we go, oh man, it's just, you know, it's just, you know, there's nothing back here. It, it's an empty box. And so, you know, I'm just, you know, if there's any, you know, what, what do you value, I guess, when you're, when you're looking for those individuals that you trust and, and can believe in? Um, one of the things that I'm looking for in an ideal situation is somebody that I trust that has worked with an expert, a practicing expert. And what makes them practicing again is that they're doing it. So they should be able to demonstrate that they are doing it. And we should be asking as small business owners, we should be asking questions. And the questions that we need to be asking are, you know, what is their success rate? Why do they find, you know, A over B that they're talking about more important? How does how does what they're teaching apply differently to different industries? And if they can't answer those basic questions, they may not be the expert we perceive them to be. Sure. However, the other the the truth really boils down to you don't know until you engage with them. Business is nothing more than a grand experiment. And until we start experimenting with new ways of doing things, we don't know if it's going to work for us or not. And it's hard to tell if somebody is a true practicing expert or not until you're working with them. Hopefully you can smoke that out beforehand, but if you can't, working with them will surely deliver it. And if they're not delivering to you, let them know that and let them know what you are looking for because if they're worth anything, they're going to say, oh, that's not what I do and gladly refund you. Yeah, again, very large question, but I appreciate you um, just being truthful in that moment. I think uh, I think we grasped a couple of your coaching uh, minutes. Uh, hopefully, you won't charge the podcast here for <laughs> for, uh, for that answer. But um, but you know, I, I believe that it's a a big question that a lot of people are always searching for. You know, how do you select the right people for your team? And we all understand team dynamics. And obviously, you brought together a great team for this book to help the small business owners. And along in that process, you have to make sure that the these people are legit. You know, you want to bring, you know, as value. Value is the biggest, hottest term right now in the industry and making sure that you're bringing great value to the audience, to the to the new customer or consumer of this book and and, and beyond of whatever happens next for them and their, their own small business. So I appreciate you with that uh, clarity um, in, in that answer. The one thing that you state uh, in the 21st century requires small business owners to win and win quickly. Why do we need to win and why do we have to win quickly, especially in today's day and age? Ah, because the marketplace is not so forgiving any longer. That's the short answer. The long answer is today's business is more complex than it was 20 years ago. We have all sorts of tech that we need. Um, even if we're a brick and mortar business, we still have a lot of tech. There's social media, there's learning curves to that, there's outsourcing or bringing folks aboard on your team like we just spoke of. So you can invest an enormous amount of resources. And when I say resources, I'm speaking of time, talent, and treasure. And if you don't have gains quickly, you will be out of business unless you have very deep pockets. That's why. 
Yeah, that's uh, very true. And like you said, the, the times have changed and it's only going to continue to change uh, from here on out. Obviously, we see there's always new social media platforms. There's always new ways to connect. There's always deeper conversations and, and new techier things that we can all do in our business to advance our reach um, within our own industry. Uh, but like you said, truly, I mean, we need to continue to evolve in that progression. The great part is, is that this is not a one-stop shop. As books go in the industry, you always need to revive it and to update it. And because this book is coming out this year, November 8th of 2017, the goal um, and the future outlook is to continue this series every November. Do you mind uh, taking us through why November and why do you feel like you always need to continue updating this book to bring the best content, the best value to the small business owner? Yeah, absolutely. Uh this is great because when the concept came up to do the book, it wasn't designed to actually be released the beginning of November. Why it became that is I learned, believe this or not, me supporting small business. I did not know this until this year that November is National Entrepreneurs Month. Isn't that pretty cool? That is perfect. Nice. Yeah, so every year the concept is to keep the four performance pillars, as we talked about, profitability, people, productivity, and finding peace in your business. But we're going to change out the, the chapter topics. You're going to get different authors. Maybe another um, author might show up and do another round, but it's it would have to be a completely different topic and a fresh perspective from what they shared last time. And that's really cool because this is a business is an ongoing experiment for all of us. It doesn't matter if we're small business or we're a corporation. Business evolves. And if we're not trying new things to improve our business, we're actually losing our marketplace, whether we realize it or not. So that's why we're having the book come out every year. And it's always going to be the beginning of November to coincide with National Entrepreneurs Month. Cool. Yeah, again, it's funny how, you know, I was just watching Shark Tank and Lori, who's in charge of kind of QVC, uh, she was talking about she's been in the industry for, you know, 20 plus years. And she just found out recently about the best type of comb to hold, you know, to comb all different styles of hair. And you think you look at Lori Greer, who's on the Shark Tank, who's part of QVC as this like person that knows everything. But even her, and like yourself, are always learning new things, you know, as as the years continue. And and like you said, you were learning Entrepreneur Month is now in November. Uh, the same with her about, you know, brushes or whatever it is. And so the good thing is, is that we're aware of that. The second good thing is, is that you're humble enough and honest enough to, uh, you know, to say that you don't know every small detail associated with every single entrepreneurship or small business. And, um, and it's going to be an amazing journey, obviously, to see this book grow and to expand and to uh, create a bigger impact in the world. Now, obviously, um, the we're going to wrap up here shortly. I just have one personal question for you. This book has been truly uh, a, a, ch a child that you have brought up through the paces from an idea to getting everybody's chapter to formatting. And obviously, we all know the complex uh, issues with launching a book. And I'm just looking from a perspective from you. And there's a lot of small business owners that understand that a book is powerful, that a book can create a big impact for 
their brand, for their business. Do you have any tips or suggestions for individuals when they are deciding to write a book? Maybe you could just let them be aware of something that you thought would be easy that turned out to be complex or something that you were not expecting in the progression of writing a great book to release out to the world. <laughs> Again, we don't have enough time for, for all, all the things. So, <laughs> Okay, let me try to streamline this. A, it's a great idea and it's a powerful idea and I encourage many people to do it. B, give yourself plenty of time and, and find somebody that understands the publishing industry because this industry is very different from most industries. I am amazed at the learning curve that I, I am in this year because of this project, and I'm grateful for it. It, it fascinates me. But I, I would share if there is something that you would want to put into a book format, and, and this might be the greatest takeaway in this answer, is make sure that it's an educational marketing asset. It, it's called an EMA educational marketing asset, which means you're not creating infomercials in it. You're not pitching to everyone. You're putting your best information out there, sharing golden nuggets with folks. So they learn from your book itself, whether it be uh, paper or digital, and they are intrigued and pleased enough with what you've shared that they want to engage with you. That's the goal. Cool. Yeah, that is a perfect answer. Uh, simple and concise. Uh, again, we all understand it's a daunting challenge. Uh, but like you said, give yourself time and make sure that you're truly pouring, again, that keyword, you know, value, and you're not just selling um, the products or the service. And truly, I've read all the chapters in this book, and I can, can honestly say that uh, everybody's bringing their best ideas, their best helpful tips to truly help the small business owners. So kudos to you, Maggie, for bringing together awesome, um, brilliant experts uh, in the industry to make sure that they're doing uh, the justice of this book to bring the best content available to date. So that being said, as we wrap up here, the next obvious question is, how can people get more information? How can they sign up and uh, find all the great things about this amazing book? Okay, well, this is really simple. Um, Bitly link would be Brilliant Biz Book. Brilliant Biz Book, all three capital Bs. So that's bit.ly backslash Brilliant Biz, B-I-Z, book. And when you go there, you'll see a video about why we did the book, what's going on. We even have me holding the book up. And I share a little bit about what's in each one of those chapters. We ask you to go ahead and enter your name and your email address, and we'll go ahead and send you 100 tips for the small business owner success. And that's 10 tips from each one of our co-authors, do's and don'ts, to help you get going right away on improving your business while you're waiting for the book to come out on November 8th. And we'll have a couple communications with you letting you know how to make that happen. But bit.ly link at brilliant biz book is where you need to go to engage and you'll be blown away at what's there for you. 
Awesome, Maggie. Thank you for your time. Thank you for putting together this wonderful book. And again, it comes out November 8th of 2017. Maggie, you're freaking awesome. I appreciate you very much. And until uh, we talk to you specifically for your individual chapter, we'll talk then. All right. Thanks so much for your time and look forward to engaging with everybody soon. Again, thank you to Maggie for coming on the show and, of course, taking the time to put together this book. Can you imagine trying to put a book together with nine other co-authors? One heck of a feat. Um, but again, the book, Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner, getting released November 8th of 2017. And if you want 100 tips to be successful in your small business for the rest of 2017, head on over to our bit.ly link, bit.ly forward slash brilliant biz b-i-z book and from there you can get all the great info on our book that is going to be releasing soon and again if this was of great value to you please hit the subscribe button and of course leave a review the more reviews the better we appreciate you taking that time and thank you for joining us in this journey for you to become a successful small business owner in 2017 and beyond Take care, and we'll talk to you guys soon.